Welcome to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Ken Conklin. Ken is an experimentalist, a life storyteller, unconventional fitness enthusiast, a business builder, human optimizer. And after all that, he claims he's just a regular dude. Uh, he's the founder and head of growth at Gravel to Castle, a mind and body training company that helps men become more disciplined and intentional. Uh, Key's on a mission to help set the tone for the next generation by creating powerful, purposeful, driven leader, leader uh, who are actually capable of not only leading their teams, clients, families, and communities, but also creating a real dent on the universe. Uh, Kent is also the proud owner of GTC Powerhouse, a marketing agency and video production company. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. So tell me more about Gravel to Castle so, and the services that they provide. So Gravel to Castle is essentially a mind and body training company. It's specifically designed for men that are in business, but that can be a guy that is self-employed, that has a huge team, or even it could be a man that's in sales, right? Just anyone that is able to control their income and is able to actually maximize their efficiency by moving things around, delegate uh, you know, different tasks, and actually build a solid system around how they're operating their business, but then also how they're operating their life. The biggest thing that I see men struggle with today is one, uh, at least the biggest, thing I, the biggest thing I see men struggling with that are in business is they have a lot of different things they're trying to juggle, but then also too, oftentimes men will neglect their fitness as well as their relationships at home because they're trying so hard to get things going in their business, whether it's hit a certain revenue goal or if it's, hey, I'm just trying to finish up a couple projects. But something that I've even recognized in my own life semi-recently that I've kind of known to helps clients overcome, but even I'm like, damn, like I'm a little struggle, struggling with this a little bit myself, is recognizing like the relationships that you have when you're in business um, can easily fall apart and slip through the cracks if you're not careful. Think about the man who is constantly at the office that, you know, has kids and has a wife and is no longer being that present husband or father that he once was and once committed to being, well, if you don't have things structured in your business uh, systematically or you're not able to create that time for yourself to really step out of it and unplug, um, you're gonna have other areas of your life fall apart. And what's the most uh, important financial decision that a man makes in his life? Well, I know buying homes and all that stuff's important, but then also getting married. Like if you lose, if, you get, if a man gets divorced, there goes 50% of his income and his whole entire world is built for. That's besides the point of actually having the emotional impact, but when men are like, oh, I need to go focus on, you know, increasing more sales or head, it's have this marketing strategy that I need to figure out and fully optimize. Well, guess what? If you don't allow this area of your life to stop falling apart, that's gonna be the biggest financial impact. It's gonna be way bigger than anything you're trying to fix in your business. Yeah, I mean, I was just talking about that the other day too, but what's the most important decisions that you make and financial decisions that you made in your life and it's your partner. <laughs> it's who you're gonna, you know, get and, and uh, you know, as, as yourself for the rest of your life, hopefully. And uh, it's not, I mean, you mentioned the, the divorce and that's true. I mean, you know, it really affects your wealth and all of that, but it's also about a partner that's going to help you be the best uh, that you can be, 
that's going to be there for you, that's going to contribute, that's going to participate, that's going to do all of that, that has a certain flexibility in, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, like I'm thinking about my wife, all, all this, uh, you know, all the, the moves that I've made, all the, the, the change, the career changes, the, the business that, uh, that I've done. And she was part of all of that. And she was instrumental in everything. She also started her own business. She's an entrepreneur herself. So, you know, I supported her as well. But yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with that. This is so important to find the right partner for yourself. And once you find that right partner, I think, yeah, you want to maintain that relationship. You want to make sure that, uh, you know, that you're always on board, that you're always in alignment and that you can continue to grow in the same direction. Two things I've noticed men do wrong when it comes to finding a partner is one, they'll go into it too quickly and not fully vet the partner to see if, hey, is this person, yeah, I love them, but are they actually a fit for the world that I'm building for myself as well as my way of operating, right? Your whole entire lifestyle, like, do you guys actually come together and compliment each other? Um, but then two, a lot of times guys will not take responsibility for, their actions, their life, where they're at, and they'll oftentimes blame their wives or their significant other for, hey, well, it's because you don't support me enough. Hey, and I, am I allowed to swear on here or do I need to keep yeah, it Yeah, sure, yeah. Whatever, whatever okay. YouTube likes. Cool. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just be fully myself. But, you know, men will oftentimes blame that significant other of, hey, you don't support me enough and you're not always there for me. You're not encouraging my dreams. Well, motherfucker, you got to showcase some results. You got to actually prove to the people that are in your life that, hey, when I'm going to go do something, whether it's I'm going to finally take this diet seriously, I'm going to lose that 30 pounds, or I'm going to actually start providing for us more so we can start going on a nice family vacation and have two weeks to just fully disconnect um, sometime in the summer in Hawaii, right? Whatever that promise is, uh, a lot of men that have come into my world of gravel the castle talk about how you know they have these struggles with their partner but you quickly get exposed to the reality once you ask certain questions of well what are you actually promising what's your ambitious goals that you're the direction the vision you're you know steering your family into and how are you actually showcasing proof that that's a reality that you're actually going to create for them and that's something that i think a lot of guys have to recognize is the biggest thing that is important for a guy to really be able to do when getting his life in order is be able to actually take full accountability for where he's at but then two um recognize that he's in full control and he can go make that change and in order for people to really be uh you know, driven and pulled into his vision and his direction, he needs to have some sort of proof and credibility. And that comes from the results that you produce yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing too, uh, you mentioned also about neglecting, neglecting, uh, you mentioned the relationship, obviously, but also neglecting your your body, you know, yeah. this is unfortunate. I'm a, I'm a very kind of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily intellectual, but I'm kind of like, I really like the thinking process. I really like thinking and, and uh, that kind of work is really drives me. I really truly enjoy that. But, and the body is kind of a pain in the, in the neck, right. To just like having to, uh, now I have to go and stop my, what I enjoy doing so that I can go to the gym and, and sweat for an hour and a half. And uh, you know, it's not that pleasurable for some people, for some people it's great pleasurable, but so this, tell me more about kind of like, like that, the discipline associated with that and the importance of kind of uh, 
how your body affects your thinking process, your relationship, and all these things. The, the body is important. It's an important container for the brain that you need to maintain and you shouldn't be neglecting. Yeah, well, your body is the support mechanism for your brain. So no matter what, your body is the most important thing to focus on because if you're not letting your body be able to actually breathe the air that it needs to be able to survive because you're constantly smoking or you're just not taking care of your lungs, you're not going running semi-consistently, doing some sort of cardiovascular exercise to increase that capacity, but then also too, like training your body to be nimble and robust, right? Be, to be agile, to be able to have some strength. You don't have to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to be some power lifter that can lift a thousand pounds, but you do want to be able to be a capable person. Whether it's someone breaks into your house, you want to at least have some sort of strength to be able to throw a solid punch, right? But at the same time, you want to be able to lift a heavy box for the people around you. So like there's those, uh, capabilities that are important that come with training your body to be, you know, semi, uh, you know, nimble and robust, but also at the same time, I mean, you're able to increase your productivity and your mental clarity by making sure that you're actually releasing that energy that's pent up. And too many guys think that, hey, I'm just gonna go work away on my business, spend the next week working on this project. And they think that saving that 45 minute time period of not working out and instead just working on their business, it's actually lowering their productivity. And then now they're just doing busy work. And I'm not speaking for everyone, but I'm speaking for myself and the majority of people that I've noticed that, hey, when I don't take care of myself, when I don't have these daily non-negotiable protocols that allow me to be sharp, clear, and focused, it clearly impacts my business and what I'm doing. So not only am I taken away from my happiness because if I don't work out, I have my low frequency thoughts start to come up. My, my, I, I, the internal depression. I think depression, some people are not gonna like this, but I think that's 100% unless you're fully diagnosed by a doctor, depression's a choice. You can choose that, hey, when I have these low frequency thoughts, I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling depressed, but I'm not depressed because I can change that state of mind, I can alter my reality through certain protocols. One of them, of course, working out. You go drop down and do you know, 500 push-ups, you're not gonna be depressed after. You're gonna be like, oh, I'm feeling good, but also I'm feeling proud of myself because I just did the thing that I didn't feel like doing and that creates pride and happiness and satisfaction within yourself, which of course also builds confidence because confidence is really just repetition at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the other thing too with, uh, with uh, you mentioned that kind of like how the, you, when you are depressed, how it actually is, uh, part of it is, is in your control. And I think part of the reason that caused depression is that you feel that you're out of control. So I think it's important to kind of like you know, flip the balance and say, okay, well, I'm, I'm in control of this, this feeling that I have, of course, unless there's something like, you know, uh, physically or, you know, uh, chemically, uh, diagnosed by a doctor and stuff like that but i think most people they kind of have that feeling oh yeah i don't i don't feel like working today or i don't feel like this so and i think part of it is that they they don't have the control they, they don't have the uh, and they, they need to put themselves back in control and then so that they can be motivated to do what they need to do and at the end of the day, why would you believe something that does not serve you? So if you believe the principle of, hey, I'm not fully in control of my emotions, my emotions control me. Well, you're going to be at the mercy of whatever outside circumstances you experience that then impact your emotions versus if you're like me who lives by strict 
principles of, hey, I'm in full control of every capacity of my life. I can't control if I slam on my brakes because I have to watch out for a deer that crosses and all of a sudden some person runs into me. That's not my fault in some aspect, but also I can go, hey, well, maybe I should have slowed down a little easier or maybe I should just not be on the road where there's deers. Like I find a way within my mind, it's programmed to find a way to take full accountability for my life in every capacity. And I think too many people aren't willing to do that because they don't think they're fully in control. And of course, anything you say to yourself long enough, it's, it's like the reason of, um, you know, it, it's like there's that quote of, if you tell yourself a lie long enough, you'll end up believing it. I'm not saying tell yourself a lie, but I'm saying recognize that if you tell yourself that, no, I'm in full control of this, even when you don't fully believe you are at the moment that you start telling yourself this, give it 30 days, start reading that morning affirmation of I'm in full control of my life, I'm the you know, master of my fate. Well, you'll eventually become the master of your fate and being in full control of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know so many people are saying, well, you know, they, they try something and it fails and stuff like that. And instead of saying, well, you know, I did something wrong here or I should have done better. Uh, they say, oh, it was, they kind of like uh, sweep it under the carpet and say, well, oh, it was not meant to be. It was just like, you know, it was, yeah, it was just not meant to be. It was not my fault. It's just, yeah. And kind of sweep, no, I mean, so what could you have done better? What could you, uh, could you have changed to make, to change the outcome of that particular uh, event? Well, let's relate, relate that to business, you know. Uh, I, I forgot the statistics, but it's something like one in five businesses go out of, one in five businesses fail within the first year or two years, something like that. And so while I do believe there are some people that get lucky and some people that have solid, um, you know, market, like, like product to uh, market fit and make sure they actually have something that, the, you know, people out there in the world actually want. But it's also important to recognize that like every single time you fail or don't succeed with something, it's not a failure until you fully give up and you move forward. And it is important to sometimes do that and assess. That's why being logical of going, hey, does this actually make sense? Like, let me actually break down from a 30,000 foot view. Like, what am I trying to sell? How am I going about selling it? And are people actually gonna be happy once they've gotten the end result? Or whether it's, a, you know, the product's been shipped or the service has been fulfilled. Are they gonna actually be happy? So you do have to actually look at those facts and that whole breakdown to see overall, is my business making sense? But sometimes, hey, I'm not getting any customers. You know what, I gotta go back to my job and I I can't be doing this anymore. Well, maybe you just were doing your marketing wrong or maybe you had a service that needed to be altered or at least even just the way you positioned it. So Ken, let's let's step back a little bit and talk about kind of like your journey. So what, what was the journey that led you to create Gravel to Castle? So yeah, within 30 seconds, I'll break down my whole backstory. Um, I got into marketing and advertising when I was 18 years old. I bought a camera, I moved to California, started taking photos, and then I offered this apartment complex, hey, I'd love to basically manage your social media. And I was horrible at sales, so they're like, hey, how much you wanna get paid? And I was like, uh, let me think about it. And like, I was so nervous to quote them like $400 or something, um, but, Eventually, I started uh, doing you know video production and just doing some basic Instagram stuff for them within a, a month time period. And there was an opportunity where they had to let their marketing director go. And I was 19 years old at the time. And they said, "Hey, would you like to have a full time career, uh, you know, and position within our company as the marketing director?" I was 19. I was egotistical, and I was going, "Hell yeah!" And the reason I say egotistical is because when I got hired as the marketing director when I was 19 at that uh, property management company, on the very first day I showed up and I complained about having to show up in person because I wanted to work from home. 
So here I was given an awesome position within their company. And the first thing I do is, hey, you know, would you guys be opposed to me just working at home? It doesn't really make sense for me having to go to the office. They just gave me a whole new office and here I was. But that's besides the point. I was able to, uh, you know, build, rebuild all their websites and manage uh, their advertising and do a bunch of really cool stuff. And within the, uh, four months, I kind of had a good foundation for myself. And I was very ambitious at, the, ambitious at the time, always studying, mastering my craft. And I eventually decided to go into business for myself. And so I actually started Gravel to Castle, which um, has always been like, I've always had this vision for men's work, but I originally started Gravel to Castle as that marketing business because that's what I knew how to do. And I also was 19, like I wasn't gonna go start talking on self-improvement. I knew I had a whole journey ahead of me. Um, but I, I, there's been so many chapters in my life throughout the past like seven years of me really trying to take jumps and do things that are out of my comfort zone of one, knowing that's gonna be a great story to tell for me to have like essentially the credibility of, hey, I'm actually doing things that really allowed me to grow by taking jumps. But also at the same time, you gain experience from taking jumps. You don't gain experience from sitting back and watching other people or coming up with the perfect plan. You gain experience by jumping out of that plane, having the parachute in your hand and hoping you can get it on in time and pull the lever. But if you don't, I don't know, spread your wings, go fly instead, like figure it out. But that's the point, figure it out. Find a big stack of, uh, of hay that you can uh, land on or something. Yeah, or maybe you land on a giant dragon and then now you go fly off to a kingdom. Like things you don't expect. And of course, that's a hyperbole or not even a hyperbole. That's a metaphor. That's not real. But the point is, like, I've had so many opportunities throughout my life of jumping. I mean, I was just telling my uh, girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend. It's kind of a complicated situation. But I was talking to her last night about one of the things that I was really proud of when I quit that uh, job as the marketing director. Um, and I actually booked a one-way ticket to Hawaii. I had a, uh, two suitcases, a giant trunk, and a backpack because I realized, hey, I didn't want to keep living at the place I was living at in California, and I wanted to go take a jump. I could have definitely just gone on a vacation. I like, was, I didn't realize, I, I was very uh, financially illiterate in the sense of I didn't realize how stupid it would be to be 19 years old, um, quit your you know main job, and no longer have that income, and start a new business, and have $900 going out a month to your old place for another seven more months, and then go find a new place to live at. I should have just waited out for my lease or whatever, but the point is, I took a jump, had an awesome story, and ended up moving into this awesome place with a beach view, and a really cool uh, environment with some really cool uh, people. And it's like, you, you gain experience, and you make that progression on your timeline of your heroic journey by, taking that jump and uh, you know, ascending to that next level of struggle and having the courage to go, hey, if I lose, great. I'm gonna learn something awesome about myself and I'll be able to have that new knowledge and power and capability for the next time I get in the ring. But if you end up winning and now you're all banged up but you come out alive, awesome. That's one hell of a story to tell people. So that's why when people are scared to take jumps, it's like, what are you afraid of? Embarrassment, that's your own ego. Get rid of that, quit being selfish. Learn to be that person that other people can look up to by having these great stories of having jumped. And then you're gonna be a person that not only people love learning from, but you're also gonna attract such a higher caliber of tribe of people because now you're one of them. The people that you look up to that are going, hey, you know, I've been able to do this. Like you become like, you know, it's like, like that quote, your idols become your rivals. Well. The people that you look up to will become your peers that you become great friends with in your industry 
when you become that person that they can then learn something from. And you don't become that person by sitting back and watching on the sidelines. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you grow a lot by doing these, what like you call like jumps. And, uh, and of course, it's scary. Of course, it's, uh, there's a lot of risk involved in doing that. But a lot of the, these risks are kind of in your head. They're kind of floating around and, uh, you know, not quantified. And you just say, well, and a lot of it is about ego, about having, feeling that, oh, yeah, I didn't, I, I did a shit. I it didn't work out, and you know, I did a horrible thing, and I I'm not good. I'm not a good person. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that, and then that, that kind of influence your your judgments for taking future jumps, but uh, also I think these uh, what could go wrong. I mean, what's the worst case scenario that could happen? And uh, that's what people don't. Uh, I, that's what I look at. That's how I look at it when I take these these jump when I take these risks or start a new business. And it's just like okay. Yeah, this is great. I, I see all the positive. I obviously see a lot of the risk involved, financial risk and stuff like that. And I say, but what's the worst? Financial risk, you can always go, oh, I'll make more money next time around. But the, the big thing is around, kind of, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, I'm not going to lose my family. I'm not going to lose my life. I'm not going to, I'm going to waste some time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose some money. But really, in the end, it's really the, the risk of not taking the jump is much lower than the positive, the gains that you would get from that, even if it's not a super successful venture or super successful uh, yeah, jump that you're doing. Well, there's an opportunity cost with everything, right? Like there's pros and cons to everything you, you do in your life. And you have to assess, you know, do the pros outweigh the cons, of course, um, but also like Let's break down, remove societal norms and the things that you're supposed to do in your life. You know, actually ask yourself, what do you want as a human being on this planet Earth? What do you want to feel and experience and see within that lifetime? So there comes the aspect of, oh, you know, I want to wait till I'm at this uh, financial position to start traveling and seeing the world. Or you can go, hey, what if I died two years from now and I never got to go to Egypt or I never got to go skydiving or do X, Y, Z? I uh, had a psychedelic experience. I've never been a big drug person. I, our whole motto at Gravel the Castle is discipline and intentionality. But that doesn't mean you can't be intentional with what is my purpose for this substance. So I had, uh, did mushrooms one time with um, a handful of friends and it was the best thing ever. And Steve Jobs talked about his psychedelic experiences and that was one of the reasons why I was like, oh, well, if Steve Jobs did it, you know, well, maybe it can't be that bad because he did some cool stuff. Um, but I, I took some mushrooms in Big Sur, California and it made me realize, wow, I'm such a small speck. It, that's why they talk about it, it removes your ego. Um, but it made me realize, hey, I am tired of waiting to go experience new things and get out of my bubble. I wanted to leave California because I'd been there for a few years, years and I wanted to go see the world. And so flash forward, like two weeks later, I'm in El Salvador. I'm in a place that is totally different than what I'd ever experienced in California. And it made me also realize, you know what? I'm gonna go move to a different state. So I packed up all my stuff, started driving, and I had no intention of living in Colorado, where I live now, but I just had my car filled with a bunch of my stuff, and I started driving, caught up with a friend that was a, uh, actually an old client of mine, uh, Jeff Bandman. He um, has a like, sandbag company. This is actually one of his bags right here. But um, I caught up with him. He was a retired Airborne Ranger and helped me uh, learn some new things and just was a great friend for a point in my life where I just felt like I needed a new chapter, needed some direction. And I ended up moving out here and 
And now this winter, I'm going to go, I plan on literally leaving the US and actually traveling the world, going to Indonesia. Um, I want to go to Australia and I would love to go to Africa at some point. I don't know if I'll do that on this trip, but my whole plan is I'm going to go just do all these crazy things and experience my life now because I recognize that I may not have that opportunity to. And I recognize, yeah, you don't want to go spend all your money and be broke and be in another country where you're like, shit, how do I get home? And like, you don't want to screw yourself over. But that doesn't mean wait for the best opportunity to where you have, you know, X amount of money to go do whatever. Like, recognize that the clock is ticking and there's really so much opportunity for you to create what you want. Every day is a new opportunity. Every day is a new chance for you to create what you want in your reality and shift how you see yourself in the world, of course. That's all the work that we do at Gravel the Castle. But you also have to recognize that, look, when you have that moment presented to you, that moment's there for a reason. And this same moment won't be here tomorrow. There will likely be a new moment if, as long as you wake up and things go according to plan, but you can't count on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th that kind of reminds me when uh, one of those jumps that I did or one of those ventures that I did was uh, a gourmet sauce company. So my wife and I decided to do this and we were at, we did it for like five years. Um, and uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, it didn't make money. It didn't lose money. It was just kind of like floating around for five years. We were kind of like doing this business, working very hard to uh, to make it work. And uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't give us like, it was great lessons learned. It was a great experience and all of that. But like you mentioned before too, it was uh, also such great stories too. Like it really changed our life. It really added and enhanced kind of our, our human experience, I would say. Yeah. And uh, we when we talked to people and stuff like that, I said, oh yeah, wow, that, we did that uh, gourmet sauce company and stuff like that. And said, what? Yeah, yeah, we were all across the US and all of that. <laughs> didn't go anywhere, didn't make money, but uh, you know, this was, it's a, just a great experience and I, I don't regret it. I think it really enhanced my life and my wife's life. So we really enjoyed it. Well, and that's, that's another reason why I think people have their ego attached to their success of, hey, if this doesn't make me money or if this doesn't pop off or this whole plan doesn't get me the specific result I'm looking for, it's a waste. And if you have the mentality, I mean, one, you're just going into it completely incorrect because you gain so much experience and wisdom. And I've always had the same business, essentially, my marketing business, so I guess two. So I have my marketing business, so I created a complete sector because I also mentioned that Gravel to Castle used to be a marketing company. So I have GTC Powerhouse, same LLC, same acronym of GT or you know like letters GTC within powerhouse and so that's a basically like a done for you funnel implementation as well as um, you know systems implementation program uh, software um, and then we also you know do a bunch of different stuff with uh, our CRM that we now uh, offer to clients but there's that aspect which is like I love doing but there's also my men's work and like I have a very clear picture and vision for myself but I also recognize that hey any challenge that comes my way or any loss or whatever literally happens and this is one of the things that I learned from my psychedelic experience but then also too just again you, you train your mind however you want to have it trained and when you're really committed to living a certain way you create these daily non-negotiable protocols and you have these ruthless commitments to what it is you want to create and anything that comes into that picture of your or anything that comes into your life that doesn't fit into that picture well then you remove and that takes a lot of work and that's part of why we do certain exercises whether it's mind or body related that allow you to be very intentional within how you're operating but my point in saying all this is you get to a point where you realize that if something takes a thousand reps, 
So in order to get this result that I'm wanting, well, let me just go knock out these thousand reps. Let me go knock out 100 a day or 100 a month or however long, you know, everything, every a goal of yours is going to take different time. And some people can get things accomplished in faster times than you. But at the end of the day, something will work if you work it long enough and get creative and adapt. So it comes down to you being able to be willing to fail until you finally get that little bit of progress to where now you have that piece that goes, hey, I know that this piece goes here. All these other pieces, let me go see what fits where. And then finally, when you have something that fully connects, great, now we got these two pieces. Let's build on top of that. And eventually you'll get to at least an awesome place or you'll learn something that becomes valuable in another business or in another sector of your life. And that's why every relationship that ends in your life, yeah, you wanna be able to look at the lessons and understand what can I gain from this if you leave a relationship and you're pissed off or you felt like it was a waste, well, now you just wasted that chapter of your life. But if you go into any sort of experience and know that no matter what the end result of this looks like, I'm going to gain experiences that give my life meaning and memories, or I'm gonna create lessons or gain something that this partner had that I didn't have personally, that they even helped me to grow, is again, it's gonna give you more perspective, more experience, increase your skill sets in various ways, but then also again, it gives your life meaning. Stop looking for things to be good or bad and rather just accept that life gives you experiences, take them, weaponize yourself with whatever the value it is, and then become that stronger, better version of yourself that has stories to share with other people. Yeah. So what, what is your daily, you have a daily routine, I'm assuming, about kind of how you get your day started. So what, what does that look like? So I have a daily set the tone protocol. What we teach at Graveled Castle is the second you get up, read your affirmation that programs your mind to think and operate a certain way. Um, take a cold shower because cold showers suck and they shock your nervous system. And they do a lot of great things for your body, but it's also just detoxing the LBS in you, the little bitch syndrome. The little bitch syndrome that makes you go, oof, I don't wanna do this today, or man, I'm tired. I don't really feel like doing X, Y, Z. Remove that emotion. That's where with Gravel Castle, we're like stoic in many aspects. We're still heart-centered, but we teach, hey, these emotions that do not serve you, grab them, invalidate them, throw them away. Recognize your intention of, my intention is to show up powerfully and do things in the moment that I need to do it. Do what you already know you need to do. So with the daily set the tone protocol, from waking up, doing your affirmation, taking the cold shower, having 10 minutes of education, um, starting your 50-10 workflow. So something that kind of is modeled after the Pomodoro effect of you know work for like 30 minutes and then take a break. We do 50 minutes and we set an intention for that 50 minutes. When that timer goes off, you assess yourself on a scale of one to 10. How did I show up based on my intention? If your intention was to finish XYZ project and you actually completed ABC, well, great, I mean, it's good to get things done, but also like that wasn't your intention. Be specific on what you're going to dedicate your time to accomplishing and get that thing done. And when you can be able to have that ability to self-assess on a consistent basis, you're gonna be able to actually become a lot more aware of where is my time and energy going? And you'll be more aware of, oh shoot, when my phone goes off and I was trying to finish this one project, I tend to start then checking emails and then that leads me to going on Instagram and now two hours has gone by where I've let the day take control of me rather than me can take control of my day. So what's the, what's the greatest threat to our society? 
Well, I do feel like masculinity nowadays is something that's frowned upon by the government or whatever, and everyone can have their own perspective. Mine is, I think we should empower women, and I think we should empower men. Women and men get empowered in different ways. When it comes to men of, if you look at the statistics, I don't know this full, so I don't want to just throw out some number that could be incorrect, but from what I had read in the book, I think it was like 24 of the last 25 school shooters didn't have present fathers in their life. So what does it mean when you don't have a father figure that's able to teach you these things of, hey, women are going to come and go oftentimes. And when you get your heart broken and you're 17 years old, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. You may think this person was your soulmate and your first love and all this stuff. And while there's many great experiences you probably had this, with this person, like you're a 17 year old, you have so much more to learn. But because we don't have as strong of father figures in our society as maybe we did, you know, 30 years ago, well, now we have these boys that are growing up and not fully becoming men. I was one of them. I was very immature. I was very emotionally disturbed by my stepmom leaving my dad and cheating on him and marrying his best friend, having my first heartbreak and having a grandfather pass away all within like a month time frame to where like I didn't have the emotional resilience or even just that really support system because I had a falling out with my dad at the time. I was kind of kicked out and I'm good with my family now. Uh, but the point is like I've experienced things that were very tough for me, just like everyone has in their own life. But when you go through these challenging time periods and you're a boy and you don't have that person to say, hey, not only is it gonna be okay, but you need to become stronger and better and recognize the importance of these things. I feel like not having that support system that you know most men don't have greatly impacts them. And I speak from my experience of, I was such a wandering, clueless, and hurt person for many years growing up into my adult years because I didn't have someone kind of showing me the way. So that led me to doing a bunch of men's work and going through a bunch of different programs or seeking uh, guidance from successful business owners that you know came from all different walks of life. Like when I lived in LA, I got to be around people that were you know, 50, 60 years old, making lots of money that had 20 year old girlfriends. I had experience of a man that had a great loving family and wife that also was always struggling in business. I've seen the guys that have it all figured out, the guys that have none of it figured out are divorced, single, don't see their kids, don't have a business, they just go home to their studio apartment and you know don't work on getting out of that situation. And it's not about where you're at, but it's about where you're going. So I recognize that everyone has their own chapters and I don't ever judge where someone's at because I've had my own ups and downs too and I'm gonna continue having that. But what's important is recognizing that if you don't have that support system that wakes you up to the reality of where you're screwing up as well as holds you to a standard that's gonna allow you to grow based on what you say you're actually wanting deep down in your heart. That's why it's important to understand your emotions and who you are at the soul and your core. But then also have your operating system, this thing right here, completely reprogrammed to actually work in your favor. And that's what Gravity Castle is. That's what this whole curriculum right here is. I created this as a daily operating system and game of human optimization for myself based on what it is I strive to become and create in my life. And that's why I attract a lot of men that come into our work because they see what we're able to do for other men when they start living by this process. And at the end of the day, like what you do on a day-to-day -day basis defines you. It's not our thoughts. Yes, our thoughts are important, but it's what you do with those thoughts that ultimately creates your reality. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, so you've helped a lot, a lot of men, obviously, do go through this process. So what, what are kind of like the, the, the next step? If someone that's uh, listening right now is, is interested, they say, yeah, I think I could really need that help. I need to, things are not working or things are working great, but it could be working greater. Or I struggle with, uh, you know, I'm being a man in this, in this world. The world is different than what I'm used to or et cetera. So how, how do how can they benefit and also kind of how they get a hold of you uh, in order to be part of the program potentially? When a man wakes up to the reality of he wants to improve his life in some capacity, whether he's bored, he's burned out, or he's just completely lost in his life, what's important for a man to do when he, they do come across one of our videos or they come across me and they go, you know what, this gravel to castle thing and this Ken Conklin guy, this is interesting and different but something about it resonates with me. We invite them to experience our 30-day challenge. That is our first product and service. I say product because this curriculum, while we do provide this information, we're not just selling information. We're providing this path and this daily implementation with different missions and uh, protocols to incorporate into their life and you know, evolutions to go through, but then also frameworks to implement into their life in all domains, fuel, state, connection, and business, right? Fuel, what you're, you're doing with your body, what you're putting in it, state, mental health, and overall happiness of fulfillment in life, connection, the relationships that matter, and then business, production of profit, right? Everything you're doing to fund your purpose of life and your existence. Uh, when a man wants to go through that process, they go through that 30-day challenge where they have an accountability coach where we basically hold them accountable and say, hey, you know, as you're going through these assessments and you're writing down, what am I bringing home in my business? To what do I want to bring home in my business? Or how am I showing up in my workouts? Or how do I want to be showing up in my workouts? When they have that current reality and then that new reality displayed, we don't tell them what that needs to be, but they tell us. So then we come in and basically a lot of fire under their foot for when they don't live up to the standards that are going to allow them to get there. We call them out. And sometimes, I mean, I'm a very loving person. I love people. I love helping people, but I'm also willing to go to that place to where I'm that asshole that calls them out on their shit because they originally came in because yeah, Ken, I'm constantly jacking off throughout the day. And I really have this issue that I want to get resolved or man, I really just want to start getting more connected with my wife or man, like I'm really struggling figuring out what I want to do with my business. Like it, it's taken a bunch of turns and now I'm really lost or Hey, I'm overweight and I want to get back to that, you know, version of myself from five years ago that just felt on top of the world and felt amazing. Whatever their specific goal is, obviously we cover all aspects of their world, but we, I come in and basically hold their hand and guide them through that process. But when they start pulling the other way, or you know what, I'm, I'm, this is good, I'm satisfied. I start tugging on them, nope, nope, we're coming here, bro. And, I, and if I need to, I'll drag them, or I'll lift them, metaphorically, right? But I will get them to that end destination that they originally committed to. And that's why if you go on our website, you see our core values tab. We're very clear on what we um, are committed to living up to those expectations. That's why for me, like I have to, I have to live what I preach. I have to be that prime example. And I'm not the biggest, I'm not the smartest, I'm not the most successful guy out there. There's plenty of men that are at different levels of that domain, but I definitely have my results and my foundation 
as well as I'm constantly doing the things that are elevating me to be better today than I was yesterday. And that's the whole entire game. That's what Gravity Castle resembles. It's the journey to become something better. And so when a man wants to become something better, we provide a path. And if that path and our messaging aligns with them and it speaks to them in some way, great. Come in, come play this game, incorporate into your life and enjoy the fruits that it brings you. Yeah, it sounds like it's a very complete program and it's very well designed, it seems like. So I think you're a very charismatic person. Oh, yeah, there we go. This is distilled into 30 days. Oh, wow. I created this program in 2020 during the coronavirus where I'd already been doing some of this men's work, but I didn't have such a solid uh, process, just like an actual curriculum. And that's something that I dedicated an entire year to not ever selling and actually just taking guys through for free to actually fully um, develop this proven process. Wow, that sounds good. And that's something that many people aren't willing to do. It's like, are you willing to not make money for a little bit or even just tear down everything that you've been doing to really dedicate the time to building on a proper foundation of truth, of excitement, of inspiration, and real power. So that way you can ultimately create what you truly want. Because if you're not, if you don't have the results you want in your life, clearly something's not working. Yes, there's a time element, things take time, but guess what? If you've been doing this for three years and you're not making any results, it's time to switch up your strategy and do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So obviously, if they want to check out your program, they can go to graveltocastle.com. Is that right? Yep. And then you have a lot of information there. You also have a channel. Uh, you also have, they can also reach out to you on Instagram. The yep. Ken Conklin. Yep. The Ken Conklin, just shoot me a message. I post a lot of content, of course, like dive into our world. We have uh, a different training and a whole new marketing funnel that we're about to launch that will really break down our whole methodology so you can get familiar with what is Gravel Castle even about? Like, we're in, yes, we're self-improvement in some aspect, but overall, we're a power accessing plant. We're a destination for you to come to really up-level the way that you operate inside of your life that then impacts the other areas, fitness, business, relationships. And at the end of the day, yeah, you can be given all these tools that we have and we provide for you. But if you're not the person that's actually capable of executing it, they're useless. So that's why there's that mind and body aspect that's incorporated into it because you have to be the person that's able and capable of doing those things. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Yeah, so you can't neglect one part of your human, human experience. So you have to be the whole human. So Ken, thank you very much. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I think you have a, you know, lots. Yeah, I think you can help a lot of people that are kind of like struggling to put all of this together, grow their business, grow their person. And uh, so, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.